I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I am also an introvert. I'm Jess Gorman, and I am a theater maker, and I'm also an introvert, and this is The Introvert's Guide to... On the Introvert's Guide 2, we talk about the introvert life and how to live it to the fullest. We'll choose a topic and discuss it, as well as try to find other helpful hints on social media and on the internet at large. If you want to drop us a line, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Introvert Guide 2, the number 2, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguide to stuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcast and you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a comment and a five-star rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find the show. But even better, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide too tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because someone we know told us about them. Jess, let's do a little bit of a change of pace. We're not going to talk about an issue today, um, although things could still get heated. Uh, we may have opinions. It's us. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so what we wanted to do today is, is talk about the portrayal of introverts in pop culture. Um, I think that there are largely introverts either don't appear in pop culture or they get a bad rap in pop culture. So I was thinking what we do is we'd, we'd find, a, we'd find, we'd, we'd talk about some good and maybe not so good portrayals of introverts and maybe discuss whether or not these characters are actually introverts or not. Oh, totally. Cause like, yeah, that's just it. You either don't see them at all at look. You either don't see them at all, or when you do, man, they are polar opposite of the other. And, and sometimes it's not a very fair portrayal. There are a few portrayals that, that have always... Okay, I have... I'm going to sidetrack for a second. Because there's if there's one thing that drives me crazy in pop culture, is how you identify somebody as a nerd. There's two shorthands. Number one, they're, they have a shorthand. They're, like, they're obviously an introvert. They dress poorly. And then... At whenever things get exciting, they pull out the old inhaler. It's just like, and as a lifelong asthmatic, that as a shorthand just pisses me off. It's borderline rude. <laughs> I mean, it is. Also, every time they're not using the inhaler right. It drives me crazy. Has there ever been a time in the movies where they did use it right? Not once. Not really? once. Not, not that I've ever seen. I've never seen anybody who's like, like somebody pulls out the inhaler and they use it. Mm. I, there's a movie I can't remember what it was there's a movie where somebody was trying to give their inhaler to a kid and that I think they did right but okay. it's so so rare but what about Mikey from the Goonies wrong really yeah I thought it was actually pretty decent that kid never actually inhales when he uses that inhaler oh yeah he kind of does like the like he does, he does, he does the thing where he like presses it and he just sort of does a thing with his body, but he never actually inhales. Oh, young Sean Astin. <laughs> All right, here's the first possible introvert that I want to discuss. Okay, 
Bilbo Baggins from Lord of the Rings. The best. The best. Okay. Bilbo, like when he's just getting settled in and the and the dwarves start slowly piling in, I have felt that pain on it <laughs> on such a deep emotional level. And every time it pisses me off. <laughs> not not I mean, there's you've got like two examples of Bilbo. You've got the Hobbit. With all the dwarves just piling in, he just wants to have a nice, quiet night at home. And Gandalf, fuck you, Gandalf! He just won't let him have it. Gandalf. And then, and then, again, Gandalf is involved. He's having the obligatory party for his 111th birthday. And he just wants to be left alone. He's had to go so far as he had to put a giant sign outside to leave me the fuck alone. And and even so, you can tell the people aren't doing it because when Gandalf knocks on the door, he's already at the end of his line. But like you can also feel his pain too because they talk about in the extended edition that he's painstakingly went over the guest list and they've already mentioned it's no use. They're just going to show up anyway. Like That's right. That's right. <laughs> and that's like, oh my God, like what a part, like here you've, you've You've gone over that. You've you've set your guest list. You people are going to show up anyway. You know it. You're dreading the party, and they won't let you alone. No, no, and it was a big party too. I don't blame him for doing an Irish goodbye. He did. No, he did the Irish goodbye. The, the ultimate Irish goodbye. If I could get a ring that would turn me invisible, so I get out of the party. Ooh, I would use that. I told you, I'm going to get you a smoke bomb. Let, why is this not good enough for you? Why? Because the smoke bomb <laughs> leaves a trace. The one ring, you put that on your finger, boom, gone. Nobody sees you. I would argue that it might not be a great idea to have the one ring and use it, but that's just me. I feel like a smoke bomb might be I a mean, little bit safer. Come on. I mean, for my immortal soul, yes. But I mean... Mm. Just looking out for you here. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm going to do I'm going to do another possible like what I think is is a is a good example of an introvert. Okay. John Wick. What? John <laughs> John Wick is 100% an introvert. Okay, like, all right, sorry. I think it just caught me so off guard cuz we we just <laughs> we just went from Bilbo to John Wick. Okay. Absolutely. I know. <laughs> We're going to jump all over the place here. John Wick is an introvert. Okay. I can only go so far in this because I have barely even seen the first John Wick. Okay. John Wick, he had like one good relationship in his, in his life. The, that was his wife who died and gave him a puppy. The rest of his world is, is, is full of people that he doesn't talk to. He only gets involved long enough to say, hello, I want guns, whatever. And then he kills people. Aside from that, he has no social interactions with people other than a dog. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Perfect introvert. Absolutely. He checks into the hotel. They know who he is. He's like, leave me alone. Right. Excellent. Just, yes, absolutely. Like, I think I underestimated that one just because like, I, I always get tentative with going to watch any sort of action movie. I already think they're too in your face when it comes to the script. So I guess I underestimated that one as a good introverted character. I'm going to say about that movie, because I know people who who worry because they, you know, 
it's been years. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that the dog dies. And that's what sparks off his whole revenge story is the dog. People worry that they're going to be too upset by the dog. Number one, that's the point. Number two, it happens off screen. So you don't actually see it. So if you're worried about that, you don't have to worry about it. But when he goes on a, on a revenge spree because people killed his dog, you really, you're really on his side. Well, of course. It's, it's a story of triumph. Yeah. It's a hero's I, journey. I enjoy those films. The, 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 the fighting is over the top. And yes, it, it's like when you're watching it, sometimes you flinch. Right. A lot of times you flinch. There's a lot of like, oh, no. But, but I really do get a kick out of it because you know what? It's, this is a, a story that really takes place only over a couple of days, each movie, like movies end. And he's still injured in, from each movie. So like he never like you know, some action movies, the, the hero, he gets punched around and then like five seconds later, he just shakes it off and he's OK. Yeah. John Wick is still, me. I know John Wick's still carrying those injuries around. So see that. OK, there we go. I like that. That's good. And also, might I add, John Wick, played by one of the best introverts. Absolutely. Keanu Reeves. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, yep. If he's not a, if he's not a quintessential introverted actor i don't know who is he's on our flag <laughs> he is the flag it's just a picture of it's sad keanu cut keanu it's it sad is. keanu eating his sandwich that's the introvert flag right there okay i thought of my own my own lovely introvert and i sometimes i i I wouldn't say I aspire to be this character, but I just so want to be this character. Ron Swanson, Parks and Rec. Okay. Come on. So. No. Okay. I'm going to, no, no, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump down into one of my, my discussion introverts as well. We're going to, we're going to talk about these two Parks and Recreation characters. Okay. Okay. We're going to talk about Ron Swanson and April Ludgate. Ooh, okay, okay. I don't know that April is actually an introvert. Yeah, it's a little unclear because she just hates the world. See, that's the thing. I would argue that, <laughs> that, that April just doesn't like people. That doesn't make her an introvert because she goes out, she parties, she, th she has, they have a house party. She and, 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 and Andy have a house yes. party. And it seems to be driven mostly by her. But I think she just doesn't like people. Mm -hmm. I might argue that Ron Swanson also just doesn't like people. Yeah, but he actually makes the effort to not go to parties. He hates his own birthday. Absolutely. His birthday is him watching an old Western eating, eating a steak and having some whiskey. Yeah. If he could be up in his cabin by himself and stay there forever and never be bothered by anybody, he would be a happy man. It's true. It's true. I would say that he is uh, he's a pretty textbook introvert. I, you know what? You've sold me. You've sold me. I agree. Ron Swanson, absolutely introvert. April Ludgate. Probably not. She, yeah, she's up for debate now. I would have maybe have said in passing, like, just because, you know, like, that's the thing about introvert portrayals. Here we go. They make, they make 
introverts look like we are standoffish. We don't mm-hmm. want to talk to anybody. And, and I actually wrote down a list of adjectives. <laughs> Sorry, just the way I said it. I wrote down adjectives. I appreciate those. Thank I you. appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. But we can come off as reclusive, arrogant. We're brilliant to a fault. We're short-sighted. We're awkward. We're abrasive. Like, it's just the list goes on and on, and they're polar opposite. And I Mm. think April gets swept up in that stereotype of the abrasive, you know, non-approachable introvert. And we don't actually know if she would be introverted. That's fair. You know, the, the interesting thing about April is that she is really, she puts a lot of effort into showing how much she doesn't like people and puts a lot of effort into showing that she doesn't like her coworkers. But it becomes very obvious as that show goes on that she does. She does like people. She just has this act of being unapproachable and mean. Yes. And it is an act. Definitely. My other, uh, my other introvert that I wanted to bring up, sort of like an April Ludgate, Daria. See, I'm not as familiar with that comic. Okay. Okay. Angsty teenager has a very small group of friends. Uh, two, those are, those are her group. Oh my goodness. That's her group. I'm so sorry. I am so like, we're going to get there though. No, you're good. You're good. We're good. We're good. She's got her two groups, her two friends there. If you don't see her too often at parties, you don't see her going to meet new people. They always come into her life. Does that make any sense? Really, these people are yeah. crossing her path rather than her going out to go find these people. Right. Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised you never watched Daria. I know. Weird. Yeah. You th- you got to watch that. I'm okay. telling you, you'd really like okay. it. All right, here's one. And I don't know if this is up for discussion or not. So we'll, well, I'm going to say the name and you tell me what you think. Okay. Wednesday Adams. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. That one's hard to say. Because I... People that meet Wednesday automatically shut her down. They they have something to say about her appearance. And I think that makes it hard to figure out if she even wants to know these people, if she wants to even be friends with these people. Nine times out of ten, she probably doesn't because, well, Wednesday is pretty awesome and <laughs> intuitive and, you know, can call it like she sees it. I mean, of course, we also have to look at there's there's two relatively, I mean, in recent memory portrayals of of, of Wednesday. Mm-hmm. There's Christina Ricci from the Adams Family movies, mm-hmm. and there's the recent Netflix series. I think in both cases, that Wednesday, you might argue being an introvert because she, she doesn't. Like, I'm thinking of the Wednesday series. She was not going to go to that dance. No, 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 no. She was no. not. But she did. Yes. She did. But, you know, I think that I think that generally Wednesday, probably not. Not she's definitely I think I think that she's probably an introvert. Yes, I would say so. She's comfortable with 
hanging out with Pugsley, being with her family. Th- those are yeah. her people. She's yeah. good with that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't see her going to dances. No. No. All right. I have Next. I have another one before I go on to uh, another discussion, introvert. Okay. Are you familiar with the movie The Holiday? Yes. Iris. Yeah. Iris from England. She's an introvert. Yes. She just wants her little life in the cottage. She doesn't really like people. We like Iris. She would have been happy to just like stay in that mansion in L.A., swim by herself. That would have been her thing. Yeah. And Jack Black came along and ruined everything. Oh, but it's Jack Black. I know. And you can give him a pass because it's Jack. Mm -hmm. And it's charming Jack Black, not like wild Jack Black. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can ruin my vacation anytime. No problem. (laughs) Well, let him know. Jack Black, if you're listening, (laughs) hang out, man. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I I thought this one would be fun. Rosa Diaz, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I might think of her as more as similar to the April Ludgate situation. I thought so, too. Mm-hmm. But she does work incredibly hard to keep her space as secluded as possible. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like anybody knowing where she lives. Okay. She doesn't want anybody stopping in. That I mm-hmm. thought it that was a good point there and then i thought she does try to keep as much of her personal life away from her friends as well there that is was the that. other thing yeah there she is does that. work really hard to keep the details away and she only says what she needs to when it comes to her personal life mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i definitely see that i see that hmm yeah. right yeah right? okay yeah. yeah all right here's a discussion introvert i'm not okay. sure if this is an introvert are you familiar with the movie Her? No. Okay. In the movie Her, there's this 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 guy Theodore Thwumby, and he he has a terrible breakup, and he he gets this phone with an AI in it, and he starts to have a romantic relationship with the AI in the phone. And his romantic relationship sort of pushes him, I think, to be more, more and more isolated. But I'm not sure if, 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 if he's an introvert or if it's his heartbreak that drove him to isolate. So it's a question of, like, is he really, is he actually an introvert or is he just, like, a, a guy who's depressed? And that's, I think, sometimes in movies, I think that's, a, that's the fine line is, like, we portray somebody who might be introverted because of their idea of because they want to be left alone. That's depression. And that's not necess- that's that's not the case. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I'd watch that. How long ago was that? Who's in that? Oh, it was, it was quite a while ago. You should look it up. Oh, what? No, come on. How long ago was it? Remember. 2013? Yeah. Oh, man. OK. Wow. I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard of that one. No. All right, check that one out. <clears throat> yeah, we'll do. Okay, here's another discussion. Okay. Edward Scissorhands. Which character? Edward. Edward and okay. I don't know if Edward's an introvert. I don't either. I don't think so. He's 
he's got a lot of curiosities when he comes yeah. to interaction and and the people in the neighborhood, right? Yeah. He does yearn for that interaction and though introverts can as well, it's just I don't know, he he does a lot of social experimenting. Yes, he does. Really, right? And it's childlike and there's something endearing about it and and charming. So not to say that introverts again aren't. It's just I don't know, there's something I think he seeks out people mm-hmm. in a way that an introvert would not. I, I and I got some of these I got some of these from a list I did a search like introverts in pop culture and and Edward was Edward Scissorhands was one of them on the list. And I think that I I think he's just weird, right? He's just like been raised in isolation. He's unsocialized but longs for socialization. He's not yes. And the longing for socialization, social, and the longing from social, the longing for socialization is something that that clearly makes him not an introvert. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and the longing to fit in and be a part of everybody else's social life is so the opposite. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, jumping into superhero movies for a second. Hawkeye from the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't see why not. I don't see why not. What are your thoughts? I think first off, Hawkeye seems to socialize reluctantly. Mm-hmm. When we first meet him, he's a he's he's a loner. He's like up in his perch in the in the Thor movie, and he's not a person who socializes. Right. Um, I think maybe as it goes on, they social. He socializes more because he's comfortable with a group of people, mm-hmm. much like you know, I'm comfortable around my friends, so I'll socialize with them. But but you know, that even that has its limits. His yeah. his home is a cabin in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. with just him and his family. Yep. And he likes that, and that's that's his ideal. Just like. Just me, my family, everybody else stay away. I can see that. Yeah. Wants to be with his chosen people. Yeah. Mm, it's that secluded cabin, too. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. I was trying to think of anybody else in the superhero movies might be an introvert. Yep. Bruce Banner. See, that's Bruce is also on the list, but also I wonder, mm-hmm. is Bruce an introvert? Or does he just keep people at arm's length because of the danger of being around him? Well, what was he like before, though? Like, before he got exposed to the gamma ray? We don't know. I mean, if you go comic books. Yeah. Comic book, comic book, Bruce Banner was a, just a nerd. So I'm and sure he see- had his, I'm sure he just had his, like, his inhaler or whatever. He was just like, <laughs> they, 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 they went that, because he was like a little skinny guy with his purple pants and his round glasses and, like, sweater vest. So, yeah. like, that's how he was in the comics originally. I don't know what he's like now, but, like, I, I, I feel like that they, he was nerd, not necessarily introvert. He's the poorly described introvert of, like, this, what was it, 60s, 70s? Yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, where, where, in many cases, introvert and nerd were sort of, like, interchangeable. interchangeable. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and they probably even would have had to have drawn the uh, shoulder movement of that. Oh yeah, he's a, he's the, yeah, yeah. He has the the, the <laughs> shoulders up. They've got that that going on. He's got sort of like a, a slouch to him. Black Widow. See, I mean, Black Widow. I mean, you get you get into like I mean, here you have these 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 characters who all have their you know their action movie stars, their comic book stars. They all have their tragic backstory. So one wonders is like with some of these characters are they introverts or are they guarded because of their past i might argue that black widow is guarded and keeps people at arm's length because of her past Mm, okay okay so i could see her even being an ambivert maybe yeah yeah i could see that yep i saw somebody put on the list on the list that that bruce wayne or no that batman was an introvert and I was like, no, because Bruce Wayne has to be social. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's quite social. <laughs> In order to pull off Batman, Bruce Wayne has to be social so that nobody ever thinks that that brooding, I'm Batman, could yeah. be could be Bruce Wayne. Like the amount of parties, events, galas that Bruce Wayne has to go to. Yeah. Right? Like the man's agenda is chock full of social. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. I, I somebody on the list, and I haven't seen this movie. And it's probably a movie that I should see. Okay, Amelie. I've never seen it. Okay, but, I'm, but I am fully aware of the premise. Now, is this going to be one of those conversations of she was written shy, so she must be introverted? I see because I she was on a list, mm-hmm. and I I know that it's a story about somebody who's who's trying to find relationships for other people, which is a very active story. She may be shy, but she tries mm-hmm. to set up other people, right? She tries to find romance for other people. And I wonder, I'm not sure if that's, if that's, if I, I don't know if she's an introvert. One could say it's the next level of people watching is setting, you know, setting them up, right? Man, I don't know. It's a lot of effort. It is. It's a lot of effort, but it is a lot of observation to do that. It it takes a lot of perception and good, good judgment. And you get that by continually observing people, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Maybe. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Okay. Maybe. Again, movies that I should probably see. (laughs) We're going to have to start an introvert watch list I we're think. gonna have we're gonna we should do like an introvert movie night and we'll watch we'll do like a movie and if we had a subscription model we could do that just for subscribers oh that would be fun actually that'd be good <laughs> commentary <laughs> with jess and phil yeah exactly <laughs> okay oh um bell from beauty and the beast oh okay all right this one here is, I could see why, why we would say Belle is an introvert. And it's, of course, because of the giant ass library. All she wants to do is just read a book and be by herself and enjoy these far off places and, and, and go see the world. I don't know if that totally sells me as Belle being an introvert, though. I- Here's, uh, allow me to. Allow me to allow me to 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 nerdily dig into the opening number of that movie. 
as Belle wanders through town and she observes all of the people, right? She knows who they all are. She knows their lives. And they just think she's weird because she just wants to read, be alone and read a book. Yeah. Small town is like, why is this girl not socializing all the time? She's walking through. She's saying a polite hello. But mostly she's talking. She's not really interacting. She's talking about their lives. As she's observed them. But she doesn't get involved and she just wants to read her book. And because of that, they're like, that girl is weird because she just wants to read. I would argue that both sides seem to have their flaws here. Whilst <laughs> 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 totally observing people and being like these little simpletons happy with their routine and their habit. And then these people, you know, beautiful weirdo. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, in, in, in many ways, they prove her right. Absolutely. Right. They absolutely prove her right. And then and then she finds a place where she can be alone in a castle, except that I don't know. There's all these plates and, and cutlery and 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 furniture that keep wanting to talk to you. Yeah, I've heard your uh I've heard you describe how you would feel if you were in this castle and your furniture was singing to you and it always amuses me because I just imagine this magical moment of, you know, be our guest playing and you've got this amazing chorus line happening in front of you but you're just picking up your food and slowly walking away. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just having my dinner and they do this number I just wanted to eat alone. I'm taking my bowl. And I'm very quietly going to the library or to my room. Maybe they, maybe the furniture won't be talking to me in my room. You'd be thoroughly disappointed. I know. I'll go to my room and they're still like, oh, hey, there you are. I'm like, I got to get out of this castle. These, these plates keep singing to me. <laughs> oh, Phil. I pay so much money for that. <laughs> it's just so much money. <laughs> just call it Phil and the Beast. And it's just like, just like, God. It would, it would literally be the beast being like, okay, so you can go anywhere you want, just not into the West Wing. Oh, fuck, fine, no problem. I'm a, no, I'll stay right in my room, man. Don't even have to worry about me. Yeah, but then I'll like go into, I'll like, like everything starts like talking to me and I'll just be like, well, I guess I'm just going to go into the West Wing, whatever, he can kill me. Cause... <laughs> I thought this was going to be a quiet castle, but no, it's no. full of, it's full of talking candlesticks and shit. I thought this would be a peaceful retreat. <laughs> I was looking for a peaceful retreat. You captured me. You took me to your castle on the hill. And now I'm stuck with like more socializing than I had in the town. And I can't get away. This is a show waiting to happen. <laughs> it's just the worst. The worst ever. <laughs> so, I, I love the show. <laughs> We got to pitch this to Netflix. Just we do. Yeah. <laughs> want to see it so bad. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have a fictional character that I think I have a problem with. Violet from The Incredibles. Okay. I think that is an unfair portrayal. You have this teenager mm -hmm. who is quiet, has some confidence issues, and low self-esteem. That to me is is just a big old stereotype ball here. Mm -hmm. First of all, what teenager didn't go through those things, right? 
I mean, I, I haven't known too many that didn't. Exactly. But also, we don't know really if Violet is an introvert because she does want to have a social life. She does want to go talk to a boy that she's got a crush on. She's just feeling out of place because, well, they've moved so many times because of these superpowers. And she's got powers and she's not even able to tell anybody. So to me, I don't. it feels like an inaccurate portrayal of a young introvert. See, I'm not even sure that she is an introvert. Right. I think that Violet is a shy teenager. I think her super I think her superpower reflects her shyness. It, she she disappears. It's not that she's like just wants to be alone. She she gets embarrassed. She disappears because she is shy. And that of course as we've discussed, that's often in in pop culture shorthand for an introvert. But introverts, as we know, are not necessarily shy. Absolutely. And I think it's just that, you know, Violet is still really young. She's just trying to find her place in high school. And I don't think she's had enough time to even really discover who she is. She could be a social butterfly and we'd never know because she hasn't had that opportunity yet. That's right. That's right. I think it's an inaccurate portrayal. It's interesting because, you know, you could see how when you're making a character that's shy, that you would if you were giving them a superpower, you would give them the power of invisibility. Mm hmm. In some other pop culture, let's say you take take the fine Fantastic Four. They haven't had their movie yet, but it's coming. Fantastic Four, Sue Storm also has the power of invisibility. Mm-hmm. But in the comics, I think that, I mean, this comic was in the 60s, and I think that her invisibility sort of symbolized the way that she was often sort of like thrust into the background. Mm-hmm. In the shadow of her her boyfriend, later husband, the genius stretchy guy. You know, mm-hmm. it's are fantastic. Like this is it's not necessarily shyness for her. It was like she's often in the background. And that was that was a, so I think it was a statement that Stan Lee and the gang were making at the time. But whereas Iris, her power of invisibility is very much her shyness, which doesn't mm-hmm. make her an introvert. Very good. Because, as you said, she longs for the socialization that she's not getting. Exactly. Yes. A sense of normalcy, just to have your own group, yeah. sense of self. And to me, that's, I don't know, that's that's not, that doesn't say uh, yeah. introvert, extrovert. I just think that says teenager. Shy teenager. Socially awkward teenager. All right, I have one more discussion, potential introvert for you. I'm ready. From the Harry Potter series, Luna Lovegood. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Again, I you don't want to be so quick to write off the the weirdo, the charming, the charming. The charming I was going to say charming, the charming weirdo. <laughs> yes, yes. We don't want to be so quick to write them off because I think Luna also just wants to belong. That's it. Like she, yeah. she doesn't like. I don't see her wanting to be alone. I see her showing up in the background and people ignoring her. Or shunning her. That's right. she's weird. And it's the way she was raised. She's weird because of how she's raised. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't think, she, again, she's on some lists as, a, as an introvert. And I don't think she is because, like you said, she's always wanting to be involved. She's always there. She's in the crowd. Yeah. She goes to the ball. She goes to the, the, the what's the fucking game? The Quidditch? She goes to the she goes to the 
I hope that anybody who's watching on the video notices that I was like, doing I know it. the I little like, the air thing. <laughs> but she goes, and not only does she go, but she wears like a, her like a, a giant lion's head mane. Like that is not yeah. each of her behavior. I think she's right in the thick of things. Absolutely, and like I think there are introverts that can certainly do that. But again, there's something to be said about you know someone who puts on the garb to be a part of the crowd. Like yeah. I don't know very many introverts that'll do that, especially going by themselves. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, talk about my nightmare. I don't think so. <laughs> what you wouldn't go to like a sporting event by yourself and sit in the crowd with with like you know some sort of I don't know foam thumb finger thing or like you know forget foam th- foam thumb finger thing. Let's say you go to like a baseball game. We live in the Toronto area, so let's say you go to the Blue Jays game. And you don't just show up with like a blue thumb. No, you're wearing like a bird head, like yeah, a giant bird J? head. Uh, would I do that? Yeah. Would you yeah. do that? Yeah. Let's. I don't know, Phil. Would you? No. First exactly. off, exactly. Would. would I? First off, not really a sports person. I'll bandwagon. I'll bandwagon, okay. but I'm yeah. not gonna spend money to go to a game. I mean, I would, but only if again, like. It, only if it's with a group of people. I'm not going to be like, you know, oh, the big game's happening next yeah. week. I got to go see it. But yeah. if someone's like, oh, we're getting tickets to the Jays game. We thought maybe we'd go out for dinner, grab some beers. I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's go. But yeah. But you're not going to go, go to no, yourself. No, absolutely no. not. All right. Shall we go to social? Yes, absolutely. All right. On social media, we asked, what are your favorite introverted characters in pop culture? Why do you love them? And what makes them a good portrayal of an introvert? So we got a few a few uh, answers for this, and I, I think they're all worth discussing. Louise said, favorite Stevie Bud from Schitt's Creek, the character I most relate to in all of television, a woman on her own with a book who preferred her own company. Oh, yes. And Stevie was so, so great as an introvert on that show. I think it was a really nice portrayal. I agree with that. I have to make a terrible admission about this show. I've not watched it. Huh? No, I know. I know. I know. I'm a first off. I'm a bad Canadian for not for not watching it. I'm a bad watcher of television. The problem is, and maybe other people who have started the series might have the same problem. And I know it changes. I know they get better. But mm-hmm. the problem is that these people are so goddamn insufferable at the beginning of the series that I hate spending time with them. No, spend time with them. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. It's just so hard to get. It's literally hard to get past it because they are so terrible. Believe me, it will change. Just watch it. It's my comfort show. Like, if there was ever a show that could make me feel good with a big fuzzy blankie, and I said fuzzy blankie, I I meant it. That's the show. Phil, you got to watch it. Okay, okay, okay. Fashionista Euphoria said, Squidward Tentacles from SpongeBob. He was the most relatable character going to work at a job he had to do to pay bills, and he hated his coworker and boss. 
He had dreams and was the average or normal person in society today. He did not really like people too much and found happiness in his art and painting, his music, and he loved being at home with his cup of tea. Oh, and he loved Sundays. Sounds like me. Absolutely. Friggin' lutely, why did I not think of Squidward? That man, the second anyone rings his doorbell, the anger, the seething anger that comes over him is so relatable. So I live in an apartment building. And when you live in an apartment building, you most apartments, the apartments themselves are soundproof between the apartments, but anything in the hall you can hear. There is nothing worse than hearing knocks on the door coming down the hall because you know this knock is going to come to my door and you're like okay i don't want this but do i turn off the tv do i mute it do i sneak over to the door and i will do this i'll be like i hear the knock and i'm like all right can i quickly get out sneak over to the door and like look out the people without them knowing. And if I don't know who they are or I don't know what's going on, I just sneak back out. And they never look again. And that's my ideal because I don't want it. Okay. Okay. Have you ever actually slunked out of your couch and went into another room away from the door? If I had more rooms in my studio apartment. Yes. But in order to do that in this apartment, the only room I can go into is like the kitchen or the bathroom. Okay. I've slunked out and just rolled down the floor. I mean, come on. Of course you have. I mean, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Okay. Here's another one. Gemology said, Mr. Darcy played by Matthew McFadden in the 20th, in the 2005 film pride and prejudice i love his unwillingness to engage or play along with social norms it's quite liberating yeah that's someone i could just hide behind (laughs) (laughs) definitely absolutely i'll vicariously live through you (laughs) nice um here's one of my favorite answers okay josh said boober fraggle Loved him ever since I was a kid when Fraggle Rock was on HBO. He had his small group of friends he hung out with, but he preferred nice, quiet days, doing laundry, cooking, and watching the dust settle, as he put it. I love this answer. I mentioned this on Facebook. I just introduced my son to Fraggle Rock. Oh, my God. And he loves Fraggles so much. The best. We have a little Gobo doll for him, too. So, he, yeah, I know. And so I absolutely support that answer. <laughs> a thousand percent. Because the Fraggles are the best. They're the best. Back when I was back when I was uh, younger, because I'm an old man. When um, That must have been a long time ago. It was a did long time have, ago. Did you have puppets uh, <laughs> back in the day? <laughs> puppets are one of the oldest art forms. Before... There was television. There was Punch and Judy. Um, well, yeah, anyway. but when you saw it, it was probably like a traveling caravan. God damn it. <laughs> so I was, I guess, maybe 11, 12, 13 when Fraggle Rock first came on TV. And I loved, Boober was my favorite, 100%. Boober was my favorite right from the beginning. I liked the way that he was just sort of like, 
I like the thing he did at the, at the end of the song, you know, he's alone. He's just like down in Fraggle Rock. He does the thing with his, you know, the thing. I, I love that. I was like, look at him. He's just off by himself. Everybody else is dancing and making fools out of themselves. And he's off by himself just saying like, he gets the last word. Absolutely, he does. And how many times, like, have we all said that as soon as like the uh, the theme song's done, everybody at the same time down a Fraggle Rock? I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? (laughs) Well, I love that show so much. I'm so thrilled that you're that that you're introducing your son to it. I love it. I love it. Oh, Jim Henson, bring it on, (laughs) Jim. You ever want to? You ever want to break your heart and weep for about an hour? Go on YouTube and watch. The video from the Jim Henson Memorial of Big Bird singing It's Not Easy Being Green. No. 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 I'm not going to do it. Do you want to know why? Because I already did watch it. Tears. For an hour. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Like, Like, if you're watching this, viewers, and you see this, this is a tired face here. This was the face for about four hours post crying <laughs> just uh, just the puffy just puffy eyes from puffy the... eyes yeah <laughs> awesome i really loved all of these answers from from everyone did we learn anything today i don't think we learned anything but i did think that we uh we shared some good moments I I learned that I need to watch I need to watch Shit's Creek. Creek. You need to watch Shit's yep. Creek. I need to watch Shit's Creek. Um, I want a full report. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I, I probably I need to watch Amelie. Okay, we can both watch that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll watch Amelie. I don't know. Maybe we'll do like a special episode where we talk about Amelie or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, Here's a question, guys. Yeah. If, if we had a subscription model, if we were to do like a, a movie night where we watched where we watched the movie and then we report back on it, would you do that? Is that like subscriber worthy for you guys? Let us know. Yeah. S- speaking of subscriber worthy, we give you this show for free and we love making this show. But making a podcast does cost money, costs the money dollars to host it to use editing software, to really be able to put it all together for you, to have a place to, to have a website. All of these things cost money. And we're, we don't have advertising and we don't, we don't have sponsors. And so really, we're giving this to you. It's a, it's a passion project. But if you wanted to support this show, that would be a great thank you. And we would love that. If just four people gave us $5, we would cover the cost of hosting the audio files for this show. Um, but if you can't do that, the fact that you're listening is just the best thing that you could do. We love that you're here and uh, we appreciate that whether you've been listening for a long time or you're a new listener, we're so glad that you're here.